Welcome to the Cross the Line Podcast. My name is Carlos Smith. Today's episode is sponsored by KB's Car Care on 321 North Main Street in Jonesville, South Carolina. They offer hand car wash, vacuum, and cleaning tins. Full detail is also available. While you wait on your vehicle, customer seating is available as well as the dining area. They open Tuesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., so make sure you stop by. Today's episode is also sponsored by Big Ben's Desserts. If you need a sweet, to sweat, satisfy your sweet tooth, this is the place for you. They have a wide variety of desserts, including cakes, ice cream, banana pudding, and my personal favorite, Oreo cheesecake. They open Tuesday to Saturday from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m., and Sunday from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., and close on Mondays. So stop by and visit Big Ben's Desserts on 297 Spomberg Highway in Lyman, South Carolina, where nothing could be sweeter. So today's episode, this is another special episode of the Cross the Line Podcast. We're finally back after a nice long break. Today we are in Anderson, South Carolina, and I have a very special guest with me today. He's the owner of Zimbay's Dogs, Mr. Chris Smith. How you doing? I'm doing all right, all right. Man, How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me. Um, for the people watching, um, I'm just going to give them a little backstory. So I actually saw your story probably, I think, Thursday, Friday, and it came out in the Independent Mail yeah, yeah, of Anderson. Yeah. So, uh, so somebody, somebody from uh, upstate that I went to school with, he shared the story. So I went and clicked on it, and uh, just hearing about your story, man, just reading into it, it made me want to reach out to you. And thankfully, you reached out, you got back to me in a pretty quick time amount of time. So you know, we had a, a good, nice conversation, and we were able to set up this interview. So man, it was your story was inspiring. So I feel like this is something people definitely need to hear about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, just kind of starting out though. Uh, can you tell everybody, like, where, born and raised, like, where are you from? Okay, now, now, now this is here where a lot of stuff, people get mixed up. Where's Zimby from? Okay. Originally, I'm from Anderson Gardens. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm originally from, you know, the real Anderson Gardens back in the day. You know, I don't know what they got going on now. But Anderson Gardens, then um, I got put in um, foster care at a young age. Well, I thought about six, seven years old and moved to Pendleton. You know, um... Stayed there until my adopted parents had passed away. Then I moved to Seneca, mm-hmm. you know. And then I stayed in Seneca from probably about 17 throughout my time from jail and back and forth, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, then back to Anderson. So, you know, I know you say you went in foster care, like, when you were around six or seven. Like, kind of talk a little bit about, like, growing up, like, what was your childhood like? Oh, shit. <laughs> That was back in the day, shit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being real with you. I like, you know, like if you look at it now compared to back then, kids got it made. You know, back then you had a drug epidemic going on. You know what I'm saying? That's when uh, crack, cocaine, and heroin and all that right there were like a real part of bringing down the black society. You know, so. Unfortunately, my parents was uh, involved in it or whatever, and we, and we got taken away. So, you know, most of my childhood was from here to there. But at the end of the day, I still got blessed because I got adopted. And then when my adopted parents died, I got adopted again. So that's very rare. You know what I'm saying? So, How would you describe yourself, yourself growing up? Were you like an energetic kid, fun, or just serious about your business? Like, how would you describe yourself growing up? They say I was bad, <laughs> but, uh, I, but you know, I didn't think I was bad, man. I don't think I was a bad kid because, like, I like I, I never got in trouble, like, mm-hmm. like, 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 no real trouble with no police or no, sh- no, no, nothing like that or DJJ. 
You know, like, I ain't never ran across that right there as a child or either, even as a teenager, really. Mm-hmm. You know, but they say I was bad because I did a little crazy, little stupid stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, you know, but I always been 100 about it, too, you know? Absolutely. Did uh, you have a, I know you say you went into foster care, but did you have a, and uh, you taken away from your parents, but did you have a close relationship with anybody else in your family, like aunts, uncles, or any siblings? Uh, of my original family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, original family. Yeah, um, and that was a crazy story, too, you know, like how I found them, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I don't found my whole original family. Um, um, I used to have braids, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I was in the projects one day up there in uh, Oconee County, and uh, I was trying to get this girl to uh, braid my hair, and she was like, man, you look like this girl. Like, y'all could be family or something. I'm like, man, whatever. Because I because I never even talked about that side right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And she kept saying it. She kept saying it. And I was like, man, what the girl name is? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she told me the girl name. And I was like, damn, that's my sister. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, for real. Like, that's my sister. I was like, how you get in touch with her? You know what I'm saying? And she showed me on Facebook. So I hit her up. And then uh, I met all the rest of my sisters ran across all the rest of my sisters and brothers, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And uh, that was a crazy story right there too, you know? Growing up, who who were the people that you kind of looked up to? I know you say you grew up in a foster home, taken away from your parents. Like, who who were those people that you kind of looked up to? Was it somebody that, just somebody? You know the Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> street niggas? Mm-hmm. Shit, like, and that's the problem with the wrong, wrong with the day now, you know what I'm saying? But like a product of your environment, I guess you would say. It. Mm-hmm. If if that's all you see is is niggas in your hood or niggas you go, you know what I'm saying? You're a child, you know what I'm saying? People that's in your hood and they got jewelry on, gold teeth and big cars and pretty women. That's mm-hmm. what you see. So that that's what you want to be. If you grew up, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a better environment and you seen people going to school being doctors and nurses and what's called, mm-hmm. that what you want to be. But I grew up wanting to be a street nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying, but it wasn't a wise choice. But, right. but at the end of the day, it made me who I am today. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I ain't never have a dream of running a, a restaurant. I ain't never have a dream of uh, being a doctor or no, just, mm-hmm. you know? Was anybody in the streets, were, were any of them encouraged you to, to do the right things, or were you just like, in your mind, you just didn't want to pay attention to because you saw the money and the cars, but was there any of those guys that tried to steer you in the right direction? Now, see, it wasn't no right direction. See, when you're in the street, it's only one direction, mm-hmm. and that's keeping it 100. You know what I'm saying? Anything else, like, like eh, ain't nobody be telling you, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no basketball player, you know what I'm saying? Right. Be, I was in, but you should be back in the street, go play basketball. Or a football player, or like people just mess with me because like, I kept it one hundred. You know what I'm saying? And, and then the other half mess with me because I had, had, I guess I had what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But and then up here, that ain't. It, it might sound cool, but it ain't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's the bad thing about it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like you think that you. You think you're actually doing something, and you're really digging yourself into a deeper hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get deep enough, you're going to have to swallow this pill. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 the pill that you're going to swallow is going to be an A or B pill you're going to swallow. 
Right. It's gonna be either you gonna stay in this hole you, de- you that, uh, that you don't dug, was called death, or you going to the penitentiary, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's what that life gonna get you. And uh, like I don't know, like like and at the time, I ain't know no better. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here doing what I seen everybody else do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? In my community, on my on my hood, get some money. You know what I'm saying? Be real and get some money. And take care of your people, you know. Mm-hmm. But, it, but you, uh, like I used to tell people, man, you got to have an extra route. And like the extra route is like hard to find because you, you know what I'm saying. When you don't know what you know, what I'm saying like you, you know, you good at stuff, you know what I'm saying. But you don't never know what you can actually make of yourself to become successful. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you got like, like I hear people say that rappers. Oh man, my people don't support me. My people don't support me. First of all, you don't support yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and, and I'm telling you, man, here, ain't people people ain't gonna invest money in you because you can rap, but you ain't investing no money in yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like, it's a hard pill to swallow. Like people, like in order for you to get anywhere in life, you got to take a step yourself. You got to believe in yourself. So like, no, it wasn't nobody in the street telling me to get out the street. You know what I'm saying? So with your with your foster family, oh. Uh, were you you were in and out of jail with them, or were they trying to? Talk? No, hell no, boy. Oh, it was back growing up, boy. I had a, boy, I had a real parent. You get your, mm-hmm. you get your behind whoop, <laughs> showing out of school. <laughs> this ain't like the, like the kids today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get in trouble at school, and you get still come home and play the video game. Right. No, what? No. Did you feel like you had a, a second chance when when you're you were adopted? Man, I don't have a second, third, fourth, and fifth chance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just truly been blessed. You know what I'm saying? Even for adoption, even to come up, cause it, like it means a lot for somebody to take a child in that ain't theirs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether you adopt them or not, you know, if you in foster care, if you in a relationship and you take a child and you take ownership. Of a child that ain't yours, you know what I'm saying? That's right. a blessing. That's a second chance. You so, so, so take take me back a little bit. Um, were they aware of like your past? You know, kind of getting in trouble uh, when they took you in, or are they trying to work with you and they still took a chance on you? Like, how how was that? No, just hit it. See, see, see. Okay. My life turned after my adopted parents died. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like a like a really like good cool ch- child growing up. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. I knew everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody knew me in school. I didn't do that showing out stuff because right. like like I'm 39 years old, so I live in a, a whole different generation. You know what I'm saying. When your mama, if you show out in the store, you get smacked right there in the store. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying. It wasn't no DSS to help you out and no stuff right there. there. You know what I'm saying. If you showed out over Aunt Birdie house, Aunt Birdie gonna whoop you. And then when you, you know what I'm saying, when you get home, you got to whip it again. You know what I'm saying? See, this right here didn't come until it was like a last choice option. So I was like, I like I, I didn't get involved in the streets real heavy until I was like 16. Hmm. By the time I was 16, I done moved out, you know what I'm saying, of my other adopted, okay. you know what I'm saying, people house, you know? Mm-hmm. What was the longest, um, like that? For your time in jail, like what was the longest stint that you ever did at like one time? Do you remember? Um, five. My 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 first bid was a five year, eighty five, from um, 
I ain't even get caught with nothing. But I got charged with trafficking. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I got railroaded on the right there because I was young and then thought I knew everything and didn't even know nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, but at the end of the day, I just would have took the plea because I, I just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? I was just because it didn't belong to the other dude. You know, it really mm-hmm. did belong to me, but it really didn't. But then on this last, in 2015, I took a jury trial and got an 18 suspended and got found guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I ain't even stay that long on the right there because I uh, I won my direct appeal. But so the answer to the main question was, I only stayed four years, three months, the longest. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about it? Because I know a lot of a lot of the youth, a lot of people um, getting in a lot of trouble right now. Can you just talk a little bit about, like, the day in the life of, like, what it's like to actually be locked up? Because I think it's really important because okay. so many kids is getting in trouble. Can you kind of talk about some of that stuff like what is okay. that you like? Okay. Here is here. That's like this book I want to write called The Untold Story. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what I mean by The Untold Story is you see all this stuff that's going on. And you see the cars, the jury, the girls, you know what I'm saying? People looking up to They don't tell you what come behind this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't tell you about these prison terms, terms and these people that you thought you was out here trying to oppress. You know what I'm saying? They really ain't your friends. You know what I'm saying? And then when you go to prison, you got nobody. You know what I'm saying? And, like, prison ain't nowhere to be. You know what I'm saying? They're going to tell you when to eat, sleep, and shit. Excuse my language. You know what I'm saying? So, and, like, it's just getting worse and worse down there. You know what I'm saying? They keep you locked in the room. They don't give you no, really no wreck. Serve you cold food, food that's anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, in prison, they get, um, I'm thinking now, I think when I left, it was, like, 42000 a year per inmate. But you eat the horrible, most coldest, cruel food it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, there ain't nowhere to live. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people need to think about that right there. You know what I'm saying? When you think that you're going to do something to oppress your friend because you think your friend got your back. Right. Because the question is, is, when them people come pick you up, you think you're going to hear for that friend again? Nope. Nine times out of ten, nope. you ain't. He ain't gonna see you no money. He ain't gonna write you. He ain't gonna come see you. But guess what? That same friend that called himself gonna be your friend gonna be right there when you get out, ready to get you back in some more trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, how smart are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, can you find out who's your friend and who your associate is? Mm-hmm. You so, know what I'm saying? So for you, when you when you first got out those first couple couple go arounds. What was your mindset when you when you got out? Were you just ready to try to straighten up right away, or were you just still kind of one foot in, one foot out? Get some money. Get some money. <laughs> That's the only mindset you got when you get out. Cause you know what I'm saying? Cause you got to think about it. Every time you getting out, you got to start all over. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the bad part. And if you ain't got no support team or people that really there that cares and love about you, you gonna have to you know like. It's a start over basically. And like who wanna keep starting over? Right. Did you have was there anybody that you could turn to when you got out to, you know, kinda help get you on the right foot, or did you feel like you were still just like you say you trying to get money, but was there anybody that you could turn to at that at a moment like in need, like to kinda help you get on your on the right foot? Yeah, I got a lot of people. Shit. Yeah. I help a lot of people out, so a lot of my friends help me out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even ones that you don't see me with every time or, or ones I don't talk to on an everyday basis. You know what I'm saying? 
You know what I'm saying? Um, I got some friends that who I call brothers, and, like, and we treat each other like brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're very proud of me right now. You know? So, yeah. Um, like, I, I had help, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? In the final the final time you got arrested, uh, what was <laughs> it for you in your mind that registered that, that was like, you know what, this is it for me. I'm going to finally, you know, straighten up. Well, like, I'm going to tell you, uh, this might be crazy right here. When I had it realized, this nigga got out of my car and told me he that he loved me and had a wire on. Mm. That's where you know the streets are changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people ain't nothing, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna get out of my car and tell me you love me and got a wire on to frame me? Mm. Uh, like, and then I go to jail behind it, you know? Like, you know, and like, is it like it's over with? You know, it's, I'm, on, I'm on my third strike. You know, it's it's time to do something better. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. sometimes when you're back against the wall, you got to do something better. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like this might be my last blessing, so I might need to take a you know what I'm saying the chance and grab it. You know, Absolutely. like so. What was that? Your final stint of. How long was that final set was supposed to be, and then how long were you actually in there for when you when you finally got out? I was supposed to be in there from 2015 to 2024, hmm. and uh, I got out. I was in there for 2015 to 2017, 2018, one of mm-hmm. March. But I won my direct appeal. It was very hard to win with an org. Like I won my direct appeal with an org argument. In 2007, so 16, mm-hmm. and then I, and then I won the appeal in 2017, but you know uh, they kept appealing that, so I wound up had to sit in total all of like two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. Talk about you get out for the final time, and uh, I know he said in, in the, one of the, in the article he said that you. Uh, read some books that impacted you. Do you remember some of those books that kind of, you know, kind of helped change your trajectory and put you on the right path? Is there any book in particular? You know, I used to read a lot of black novel books, as you say, in jail, and they all the same thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's all somebody from the streets, somebody doing this, and then somebody selling drugs, and somebody getting arrested, you know what I'm saying? Right. It'd be the same thing. So it's like, I want to write my own book and show them a better outcome of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let the, you know what I'm saying? This would be real. And like, yeah, like, I did start doing a lot of reading and um, in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, like jail, like, I, I really learned more from jail than than school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, well, well, I ain't gonna say jail. I'm gonna say prison. Cause jail and prison is thing. I learned more from prison than I learned in school. You know, and even as a adult, I read more in prison than being free. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's right. like when you sitting in that room, you ain't got nothing else to do. So now it's time to pick up a book. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Educate yourself. I see a lot of people, uh, it happens to a lot of people when they go to prison. They have their time to, to sit down for a while. It uh, kind of transformed Even if you go all the way back to Malcolm X, you know, reading autobiography from Malcolm X, he he spoke about you know being in the streets and yeah, you know, hookers and all that but stuff. See, but when he finally 
got in prison, that's when he found the Nation of Islam, and you know he turned his life around. And and that is true. That that happened with a lot of people that go to prison. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in prison, it happens to they become they become godlier. They want to become a parent. Oh, I miss my kids. Or or they want to become a good husband. Oh, I miss my girl. Or or here. But it ain't like it, it, it ain't really about what you become. It's about when you get out. What you gonna do if you actually. Say, okay, yeah, I miss my kids. Okay, I'm done here. Or you going to get out and start taking care of your kids? You know what I'm saying? Or you going to get out and try and change your life? Or you going to get out and treat that person right? You know what I'm saying? So a lot of it, it just like some of that stuff be foolish talk because I don't have that foolish talk too. You know what I'm saying? When I was doing my first bit, yeah, I'm going to get out and do this. You know what I'm saying? I became the hill. I started reading more on the hill and more reading more on the hill. I ain't do none of that stuff when I got out. But this time it was a little different. You know what I'm saying? Because they felt like it was, this was gonna be your, you are actually felt like this was it for you, like this is your last chance to yeah, you know, figure yeah, it out. Yeah, because when the judge, when the judge told me, if you ever step on, on, on foot back in a, in a South Carolina uh, 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 courtroom for a D counter charge again, you'll never see daylight again. So, I mean, I ain't gonna play with these people, man. Right. <laughs> like, these people serious. Talk about from the perspective of, you know, getting out of prison and, um, trying to find a job because I had a, a friend of mine who had the kind of same issue when he got arrested and he got out of jail. Uh, he had some issues, you know, trying to find a job. And even when he did, they say they expunged his record. But, you know, he's doing great now. But for somehow it was still actually on his record. But uh, for a minute, he had a um, hard time, you know, trying to get a job. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm going to tell you something about that. It's some BS. Mm-hmm. They treat you different. They, like, even if you do get a job, and the uppity people, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They treat you different. Let me tell you what happened to me. I lowered my standards. I even got a job at Target, cleaning bathrooms and stuff like that. I don't these people care that told me that they had to let me go do my background. Now, what did that got to do with cleaning damn toilets? Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, that shit hurt me too, boy. You know I, would, I would think they would at least. Uh, that shit hurt me, boy. That I would have thought me. they would have um, at least looked into that before they even yeah. offered you the job. Yeah, and they know. did. You know what I'm saying? And, and I gave them the paperwork because when you go to court and you get anything thrown out, paperwork come with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I gave them the paperwork at my interview, and they read where the charge was. Reversing all this right here, and they hired me. And about four to five months in, a lady come back there and tapped me on the shoulder and said that they had to let me go. And I'm in here like, man, I've been in here cleaning these nasty bathrooms, mm-hmm. mopping floors, vacuuming floors, and y'all got another like, like. What, like, what is the actually the criteria for this right here then? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but yeah, they had to let me go. But I actually think that a convicted fella worked harder than one uh, one that got something to prove worked harder than a person who ain't never been in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what uh, 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 <clears throat> a lot of the company promise was is they'll keep the people who ain't got no record, but they lazy. Mm-hmm. And, but the person who got a, you know what I'm saying, a point to prove and want to do right, they'll fire. I won't even give a chance to. And that's just wrong. What would your suggestion be as opposed to, you know, for 
for people getting out of prison and uh, having a hard time getting on their feet? What kind of suggestion would you make to the system? Or how would you change the system to kind of help more people get when they get out of prison get on their feet? LLC yourself. LLC yourself mm -hmm. and c come up with your own idea. Right, right now, times are, are, are even better than what it was back then. There's more money out here. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you look at what Michael Jordan used to get paid to what LeBron get paid, but Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player. Right. You, like you see, it's more money out here now. Way more. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So LLC yourself and come up with an idea. Because I remember I used to ride around selling Nike jumpsuits, you know what I'm saying, out of my car. You know what I'm saying? People on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? But I had a few people on Facebook, oh, who's selling all these fake Nike jumpsuits? Me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me. And guess what? I'm selling 100 of them a week. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm riding, and I'm riding here, and I'm riding there, and I'm riding here, and I'm riding there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really want to change, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I put it on Facebook the other day, let's change the product. You know what I'm saying? If you change the product, you know what I'm saying? It's. it's you still a hustler, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if you can't change the product, you need to be working cause, right. it, cause it, it ain't gonna get you nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference between a real hustler and somebody that's a hustle. Mm -hmm. Walk me through the process, you know, you know, getting let go of jobs, having a hard time finding a job to actually, you know, selling hot dogs. Like, how did you come about that process? I went over to my homeboy house and um, told him that he need to buy me a phone. Cause I just broke my phone, mm -hmm. so and uh, I ain't been out of jail that long. You know what I'm saying? I told him like, you need to buy me a phone, man. Like, but you didn't get me neck. Came home, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he told me to get on offer up. And and, and uh, while I'm on there on offer up, I dropped his phone, but it's carpet in his house. You know what I'm saying? So I mm -hmm. pick it up, and it's a hot dog cart on offer up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? So, I look at it, I show him, I said, look at this here, P. You know what I'm saying? He look at it too. So I go back looking for the phone, but I don't even get two minutes in looking for the phone no more. I take the hot dog cart back in, and, and, and just so happy, man, this is the only hot dog cart on the site. Mm. You know what I'm saying? On offer up at the time. And... I think the price was like eighteen hundred. So I was like, man, I'm about to buy this. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, this is like something like a food cart, man. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm ready to buy this. And uh I brought it. And were you were you worried about, you know, the perception of you going oh, from, you know, being yeah, in yeah. the streets to <laughs> they try to laugh at me. Right, right, right. They try to laugh yeah. at me. They try to play me. <laughs> <laughs> they try to play me. Oh boy, you ain't gonna sell no hot dogs, boy. Boy, cut that out, boy. I said, nah, I'm gonna say hot dog. And my uh, one of my best friend's mom helped me on my first day. And we sold like, I was like, well, we sold uh, a lot of hot dogs. It wasn't even on a, uh, on a football game and that. We sat at the convenience store and everybody came out supporting me. And they were like, man, this chili really good. It's chili. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Which I already knew to use all beef hot dogs. Because if you use all beef, that make you kind of different than what other people use. Use that chicken and pork yeah, hot yeah, dog yeah. Or, or chicken based hot dog. But an all beef hot dog uh, kind of make me different, you know? Mm -hmm. And 
But it was the chili everybody kept saying, man, that chili, man, that chili. You know what I'm saying? What is some good hot dog? But after that first day, um, I had to retire. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I wasn't used to that type of work out there in that sun. Right. I probably went to the hot. concert that night. <laughs> money Man was up there. I think Money Man was in Greenville somewhere. And my homeboy mm. was like, boy, you're a Money Man fan. Well, we're going to see Money Man tonight. Why? I ain't even make it. I my man, I was so beat that I ain't even make it. And I probably stopped selling hot dogs. Five, six months. So you did it for that one day one and then day. stopped for five or six months? Yeah, one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know people don't take stuff serious, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I had some motivation. Yeah, I was going to ask know. what made you get back into it because that's a long layoff of, you know, doing something. And, especially when you had success that first day. Okay, I'm going to tell you what okay. my, my old lady tried to play me. <laughs> on social media about the man. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 she think that she tried to play me, but she really sparks up there. You know right, what I'm right. saying? And like, you know, so I was like, okay. And then one morning I woke up and I was like, I'm selling hot dogs there again. Right. And I got my, uh, I, I, went, I, went, I went to my partner over here. And uh, he let me sit up at uh, his car wash. And uh, I did real good. And people mm-hmm. posted about it on Facebook. Like, Y'all hadn't tried them hot dogs? Or who that dude down there sent them hot dogs at the car wash? You know? And then after that, I got an Exxon little, uh, little contract okay. where, where I was put in the inside of the store. You know? How, how did that come about? Did, did somebody just just word around town just got out and you were doing great? Then they just reached out to you. Like, how how did they go about you know getting a contract with with selling hot dogs inside? Really, uh, that was a blessing too. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner and me came up with an agreement at the store and. They stopped. They, st- they actually came out there to try the hot dog. Mm-hmm. And then about 20 minutes later, they called me and uh, was like, the dad want to talk to me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm working right now. And I was like, we could probably meet up later on. We met up, came up with a deal. And uh, I was in the Exxon station for about a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for about a year. And uh, then from there to here, yeah. When when did you realize for you at that point? Was it a particular moment for you where you feel like okay, I got a, I got something big on my hands. I know that um, I can make this business sustain. It was it any particular moment for you? Nah, I just at first when I opened up here, I, um, I had a big head. You know, like you know, people people post about. These, these hot dogs, these stripper grit bowls, like they were that root Chris or so. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? So, so, so I, I I was actually getting the big head about it, and then when I opened up here, like I wasn't taking it serious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I open up at, 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 at 11 o'clock, and you might ride by here, and then 11:30 I'm closed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> and people that, like, oh man, 
<laughs> I don't drove all the way over there, and you ain't even there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I got better and better and started taking it more serious because I actually see that I can actually uh, go somewhere with it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and then it's my name behind it, you know? When you say you open up at around 11 and then leave at, like, 11.30, was it still, like, not, like, a full commitment for you still just yet at that time when you would leave that early? Like, what was some of, like, your struggles early on, like, in the business? Sitting up here, you know what I'm saying? Just sitting up here by myself, you know what I'm saying? Waiting on people to pull up, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm like, man, I'm bored. I'm going home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where, where... Well, you got to give people time to pull up. You know right. what I'm saying? And now, when I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it made me smile a lot of times. Like, when I open up or get here early in the morning and people calling. Like, right. damn, boy, they woke up with Zimmer dolls on their mind. You know what I'm saying? Right. On their mind. You know? And that just made me want to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Trying to keep doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really big, you know? Like, because... Sometimes for our community as black people or other races, it's hard to support each other. Mm-hmm. And like I and like I get a lot of support. You know what I'm saying? A lot. And like I don't want to let nobody down. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to show them that that you can actually can do something with your life. You know what I'm saying? So. When you when you talk about support, do you feel like people come to support you because they know what you went through in the past? Because a lot of times, you know, especially when you, being from where you are, sometimes people don't want to support you because you know they feel like they know you and you're from the same area. But do you feel like because of the stuff that you went through, that's what makes people want to come out? Plus, the food is great, but do you feel like because of the stuff that you went through, how you turn your life around, is that what makes people also want to come support you? No. Because I kept it real with them. And I know a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot. A whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what county you're in, about five or six people know me from your county. You know what I'm saying? It's some kind of little story behind it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and, like, and, like, I always don't treat people fair. So, you know what I'm saying? So, when I'm trying to do something positive, of course, people are going to show up. See, I'm going to mess with Zimmy, man. You know? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and, like, I know a lot. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of friends, too. And I got a lot of socials, mm-hmm. you know? So, it's just like, nah, like, I don't like, I don't think people come up here because, they, oh, oh, man, I feel sorry for him or or just support him because I know that he done went through through here. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Uh, that don't even matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if, if, if that's why you coming up here, I'm going to be glad to take your money. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You probably come up here to get some good food. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just that um, that uh, the, the story behind the owner is just like unique because absolutely yep. because like 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 I tell people like I come from nothing you know what I'm saying and I ain't letting nothing hinder me uh, you know what I'm saying which I had to go through different steps and different levels and, and different punishments you know what I'm saying right for, for, for not knowing better but all that stuff made me to the person I am today so like it's just a blessing you know what I'm saying and that if I can do it you can do it you know what I'm saying Absolutely. like and like and then that's the crazy thing about it cause like I tell some of my homeboys my partner y'all got too much money to still be running around here 
You know what I'm saying? Like, do something positive. You know what I'm saying? Open up a business. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and like, it's a lot of stuff I don't Like, I can own a barbershop and don't even know how to cut here. Mm-hmm. You can own a grocery shop, you know what I'm saying? And don't not work a register. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, do something more positive to show, like, you know what I'm saying? That you can do something better for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then when other people see you doing better for themselves, they'll want to do better for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just ain't going to hate on you. Right. Well, it says online that you um you carry an inmate ID with you every day. You oh, go back and, and you and you I go back and yeah. look at that picture. When you when you open it up and look at that picture, what do you see in that picture when you look at it? Damn, I was fat. <laughs> Do you see somebody that was like in the past that you were lost or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, you know, like, it, 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 it really ain't about the picture, it's about the card because that's a number <laughs> that you'll never forget, man. Like, 326839. Right. You're uh-huh. gonna say it so much, but it's about the card, really. It ain't really about the picture, you, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to have this card on you everywhere you go. Mm. You got your dome, you know what I'm saying? So, it just became a habit of carrying it on me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, at the end of the day, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even, like, I don't just take it out and look at it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes right. I go into my wallet. I'm like, damn, my MA card. You know what I'm saying? And then, then I get to thinking, boy, I don't want to go back that motherfucker again. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, and, 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 and I really don't. You know what I'm saying? But I will. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and that's right here different. But people don't understand when I say I really don't. But I will. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I do something to put myself in jeopardy of going back, I already know what the consequences is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And never there, like, so I try to just keep saying I don't want to go back, so I keep myself away from a lot of negative stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you're doing good, you can be somewhere where you ain't, you know what I'm saying, ain't supposed to be and, and mess your whole life up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times I just go, I, you know what I'm saying, I come to work and go home most times. I got a few more questions, and then we'll get ready to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, what the what this community means to you because I saw th- something online where you, you uh, participated in the We Outside community event. Um, you guys did voter registration. Just talk a little bit about your work in the community, what this community means to you. Man, man, the community means a lot, but if you but you got to look at it as um as people like if you like I don't did food drives. I don't gave away free food, dinners to the homeless all here. Like, you got to give back. You got to help somebody else out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just can't have your hand out all the time and think that somebody's supposed to help you while you helping them. You know what I'm saying? Or helping somebody else. You know what I'm saying? To get what you want to get at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, um, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I had these little events out here, if you're a food vendor, if, you, if you're a food vendor, you sell clothes, you do makeup, or you do whatever. Anytime I have a event out here, I don't charge no no vendor fee or That's nothing it. like that there. I want anybody to hit me up and be like, hey, man, when you having a um, We Outside thing again or, or Grill Out Fridays, um, I sell such and such. I want to come get my name out there. I'm going to let you come sit up with everybody else. I don't want your money because... What people don't understand, you might go pay for these vendor spots and you might make, don't make nothing. That's going to hurt your feelings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nobody ain't buying that for me. You know what I'm saying? It hurts your feelings sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm having an event 
You can sell cookies, you can sell, you can do t-shirts or whatever. As long as you more business-wise with it, hit me up. Every Friday, I'm trying to do something, you know what I'm right. saying, to support, you know what I'm saying, to, to show people that we can come together, you know what I'm saying, as a community and do something positive. Have you ever thought about, um, because of your story and and how how important it is, have you ever thought about going to, to like, speak to the youth? Because I feel like with your story, you could definitely help them, especially, like, the middle school and high school kids. It's something that they definitely need to hear, especially for people that look like us. Like, yeah. have you ever thought about, you know, going to, you know, going to speak to them? Because I, think, oh, I yeah, think you would like, definitely help them tremendously yeah, if because, you speak, because speak to the kids. A lot of them need somebody to speak to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them ain't going to listen. I know that. But guess what? It might be that one that do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that matter. You know what I'm saying? But because I think if you go speak to them, it will make it will resonate more with those kids as opposed to like a teacher or a principal because for your background, your background will probably be more similar to some of to those just, kids. Yeah. You so know what I'm saying? So they so, will relate more to you. And, and now, that you is might true. have to, you know, you know, you know what you, what I'm it's only certain things that you can say, say to those yeah. kids. But I think with your story and your background, it will resonate more with those kids. Yeah. And, and, and that thing about like, I, like, I would love to, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, and, uh, but I don't know how. Like, nobody ever got, you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't say, hey, Jimmy, man, but you might need to go talk to your kids, but, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, but that's all, but that, that is the four it ever done got, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't had a chance to go to, I ain't been invited to, it's, you know what I'm saying? Possible, or anything man. like that, you know what I'm saying? And I went not mind because, like I say, half of them ain't gonna listen, but that one might, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta think about now that kid's bad, boy. My kid's mm-hmm. bad. You know what I'm saying? But you might be able to change that one that he really ain't bad, but he just hanging with the bad. You know what I'm right. saying? The wrong crew. You know what I'm saying? And then you might be able to change his mind. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, somebody need to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they ain't got programs like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like real big programs. Cause I remember when I was growing up, you uh, they used to sign you up for um to go to um. Perry Institution, you know what I'm saying, and they took out a little bad little kid, a so-called bad kid, to Perry Institution, you know what I'm saying, for mm-hmm. like a field trip, so the, you know what I'm saying, for the inmates to talk to you. But uh, like, if somebody out there is watching this, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and they got a um a group, you know what I'm saying, want me to come speak to the kids, of course I will. I I, I definitely believe it'll happen because it's, you know, one of the things I learned is, like, you meet people. One of my mentors always told me, you meet people through the vessel, meaning, like, you selling hot dogs, somebody can come out here one day, try a hot dog and have a strike up a conversation and Mm -hmm. say they have an event and they want somebody to come speak to the kids. They could come that way. You could be out at another event doing what you do and the same thing happens. So I definitely Mm -hmm. believe that it'll happen. It's, it's like, because you, you meet people through the vessel in so many different ways. Just like with you selling hot dogs and how you change your life around, how I'm doing a podcast, we were able to come together and do, do what we have this conversation right now. Um, but, but my final few questions, for those people that are watching, for the youth, what advice would you give those kids that are watching this interview right now? You're going to make mistakes. Ain't nobody perfect. But there's no when to change a mistake for your better, you know what I'm saying, for your for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't make people do what you want them to do. Your mama can't make you be a better child. Your daddy can't make you be a better person. You got to want to do that for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And everything that you see ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? 
the youth wise up here, half the people like you gotta think about up here, half your friends right now, ten years later ain't gonna be your friends. You ain't gonna know them people no more. Yeah. You know That's what I'm saying? True. So yep. if you think about going out here, go ride for this person, go ride for this person, get yourself into trouble. Don't do that, man. Like like just say it's no sometimes, right. man. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, I appreciate that on, on, on a lot of bad situations. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like when you go ahead and go do a bad situation, you you got an option. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people ain't going to tell you. It's cool to say no or no, I ain't getting in that car. You know what I'm saying? It's cool, you know? But just. That, that no could save your life. Yeah, that no could save your life. Mm-hmm. You know? What? My final two questions. What are some goals that you have for yourself going forward? Uh, I know you spoke about the book. Is there any other goals that you may have going forward? Yep. I'm going to be like Nips. I'm going to be like Nips. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, Hopefully, I'm on the whole complex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to open up the, uh, the other side of this right here for dining. I want to turn this right here into a deli. That's big. You know what I'm saying? I want to turn... This um the end part to a nail salon for my old lady, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to be like Nips. Hold on, all black complex, but something positive in the neighborhood. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's big. And now nah, it ain't big because it's, it's, it's actually it's reachable. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's reachable. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Like me dreaming big, be like I want to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's a big dream, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as far as here, like I think I can reach that goal. You it's know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And like all I need to do is just be consistent with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Be more consistent, be consistent. And that's my goal. You know what I'm saying? And like you know what's crazy? I I really ain't never even had no goals in life. Until here recently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and like because if you think about it, even when you're growing up, a lot of people say, oh, what you want to be when you grow up? Or even when you're going to college. Yep. You say, um, you're going to college to be a doctor. But then halfway in, you say, oh, I want to be a journalist. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, you know what I'm saying? You don't never know what you want to be until right. certain opportunities hit you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think this is, my, you know what I'm saying, a real good opportunity for me. And goals always change throughout your life. It's like sometimes at certain points when you reach certain goals, then you want to change and write down something else that you want to attain next. Like it's always things that once you not you scratch certain things off your list that you want to do more and more and more. So goals will always change as, as you go on. But my, my final question as we wrap it up, uh, when I travel all over and I ask, I like to ask entrepreneurs at the end, what does self investment mean to you? A lot, a lot. Self investment when you, when you invest in yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when you invest in yourself, you know what you got on the line compared to what somebody else invests in you, and you be lazy with it. You know what I'm saying? But when you know that you only got ten dollars and you invested in yourself, you gonna take it more serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, if somebody on looking on and say, okay, he invested in himself, he takes it serious. That's how you get even more bigger, you know what I'm saying, to even get other investments, you know what I'm saying, even right. make, make bigger dreams come true, you know what I'm saying, but you got to invest in yourself, you got to put full action, you know what I'm saying, um, you got to get up and take that first step, 
Mm-hmm. You just can't just sit there and talk about, oh man, I want to be this, I want to be this, or I can cook. Like you know how people tell me, oh I can cook, and I look at them and say, you don't own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not the big head. That's what I'm actually trying to motivate you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Get up, take that first step, and try. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Then you can say that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can play basketball. But you sit on the couch all day. Right. You know what I'm saying? You like, put in the work. You know what I'm saying? So you, you got to put the work in. You got to believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to invest in yourself. Absolutely. I appreciate you taking the time, you know, sit down. I enjoyed this conversation. I know a lot of people, it's a lot that people can take away from this conversation. Um, I Like I said, I enjoy reading your story, coming out here. Um, because there's always, I always find inspiration in hearing people's backstory of how they get to where they are in life and love to see what they're striving towards. Um, so thank you for taking the time to sit with us. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get out of here, can you tell everybody how to find you online and how to find your business? Well, we are down here in Allison at 206 West Franklin Street. Um, come on down here and grab you something good to eat. You know what I'm saying? We, um, we sell a lot of items. You can find me on Facebook. Under Z I M B E S N O W, that's Zimmy Snow. Um, um, you can Google us. Um, once again, that's Z I M B E, and you know that's Zimby Dogs. I right, absolutely. So thank you again. I appreciate you for taking the time to sit with us. Also, thank you to our sponsors, Big Ben's Desserts, KB's Car Care, and also thank you to Charlene's Home Cooking on 1136 East Blackstock Road. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Cross the Line Podcast. Till next time, keep chasing your dreams. Thank you for listening.